When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm good. I'm good. I'm actually, I'm actually being responsible, and I'm drinking coffee instead of booze, uh, only because I'm trying to knock off a big uh, migraine, and coffee usually knocks that out pretty quick, and I could sort of stay focused and pay attention to the show. Really? So you're not drinking alcohol for once? Yeah, because I know by the, for once, by the end of the, by the end of the program, I'll be, yep, it's time to go. Time to go. Well, that's how you know, though, you know, you do have a limit after a while. That's when you know you have to wrap it up. Yeah, I don't I don't do it on my own uh, my own podcast anymore because I've I've gotten in trouble for you know I, one time I stayed up late doing it and I was smashed and I missed an alarm I was late for work and I got thrown off that job. So, oh shit! Really? Right, that's a big rule of mine: no drinking during the fucking podcast. Wow, was that early on? That was that was a while ago. Yeah, that was when I was still doing call-ins and I don't do that anymore because it's a pain in the ass. Wow, wow, wow! Once again, folks. For those that don't know, this is Big Angry Phil from the Big Angry Phil podcast, and you've been doing that for quite some time. You have a bit of a background in commercial work for radio, I believe, as well, correct? Uh, not radio, actually, for television. Oh, for uh, television, yeah, sorry. Matter of fact, uh, it's, it's, and, you know, it, it's been slammed. Uh, it's one of the few aspects of the film industry that's really come back uh you know with a full swing right. during the uh the covid craziness uh it has been crazy busy uh you know through the end of last year to the beginning of this year I, i've been working almost non-stop so that's uh, a good thing then that is a good thing although nice, it yeah. also it, it's getting to the point where i don't see jesus i need a break well meanwhile people still haven't gotten back to work yet so now you feel like an asshole for saying that but uh yeah, no, we're we're getting our ass kicked out because there's no there's no stopping advertisement. I mean, uh, no matter what crisis is going on, it will continue. You know, people will continue to sell you crap that you don't need, and that's never going to stop. And everyone's going to still think you're an asshole. Yeah, well, that's okay. I mean, I've, I've I've gotten to the point now. It's like I don't really care what you you, you know. I don't really care. I'm I'm sure I'm sure half of the world thinks I'm an asshole, and the other half of it thinks I'm a dick. Yeah, people love me. People hate me. You know, yeah, you you people like this on the internet. Yeah. Michael Deacon knows how to hurt me. He pretends to be my friend behind the scenes. 
but he's doxed me. He talks shit about me constantly. He tells me the things that the voices in my head used to tell me. <laughs> yeah, sounds, like like the cus- sounds like the customer service rep at uh, Hewlett Packard. Yeah, Shit, I've heard that guy on the phone before. I'm sure you have. So there's lots of people like that that are delusional. They are insane. Yeah. And the news and none of this helps. Social media doesn't help. And of course, you have Not been all. kicked off of social media. Uh, tell yeah. me a little bit about that. Um, well, I'm, I, I don't know if you've heard this. I'm a little bit outspoken. Um, you know, it, it's kind of a little, where if you, a little if you outspoken. Call, yeah. If you call, if you call somebody an idiot now, especially, you know, like on Facebook, I get bad for that, you know, cause now it's entered the algorithm. It's like, Oh, it's, it, that was, I called somebody an idiot. I don't even know why, what it was about. Yeah. Uh, but that was labeled as hate speech. So hate speech. that means somebody actually went there and complained <laughs> about the post. Yeah. Hate speech. Calling hate somebody speech, an idiot. Right. Wow. Even when they're being an idiot, you can't call them an idiot. So uh, idiot is a bad word now. Now we have four and five letter words that you can't say. And Twitter, I, I've been thrown off of that too, which quite frankly, I'm not really sad about it. I'm almost relieved. Uh, you know, it's, it, I, I, I even took the app off my phone. It's like, well, fuck it. Even if I'm allowed to come back, I probably won't. You're done. Yeah, I'm You're done calling quits, yeah. There's, there's nothing fun on there anymore. It's just... Everybody bitching. Everybody's a political pundit. That's an echo chamber. What talking about. Yeah, everyone's just sort of emotional, and um, well, you do you do have other platforms you can go to, but those are also echo chambers of sorts. Yeah, I mean, it. I'll, I has. I still have Instagram, and mainly because you know there's still cool stuff posted on that. Like well, it depends what you like, pic- like fights and you know yeah, people crashing, animals and you know people you know, getting there's, hurt. There's DJs that put a lot yeah. of cool music on there and shit. That's fine. You know, there's not a lot of politics on there, and if there is, I just skip by it anyway. That's kind but, of what I do as well. Yeah, but the the political fighting on it's like why it's 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 like it was it was developed just so the billionaire tech overlords could watch these. Haha, look at him, look at him go. The left against the right, the right against the left. Look at him go, look at him go. You know, it's it's just amusement to somebody much higher up than us. I would have to say so. Yes, it's all designed to go back to making you uh, sort of buy what you don't really need. Uh, sort of what you were saying earlier. Exactly. Because television has become obsolete. Nobody sits around the boob tube anymore and watches TV, which is why I really, I don't really understand why network TV still exists, why we still have NBC, CBS, Fox, you know, running all those commercials and still censoring content. You know, you still can't say shit or, you know, dirty words on there. I thought you could it, still it, say, it, I thought you could say shit though on TV. You could say shit on basic cable, mm-hmm. uh, but the thing is, you still have to pay for everything, even the network programming. You still well, they have to still pay find you to see it, you know, even to stream it online. Oh, you mean you to stream it? Oh, I'm sorry. Some, some kind of premium service. So there's nothing free anymore. So there's really no reason for the the safe networks to exist anymore. They're still putting out those same lame ass sitcoms with the laugh track, you know, with over and over. It's the same crap over and over again. And no matter how woke they try to make it, it's still unwatchable. You, you can't. Yes. We've been going through that all year. Uh, well, the last, what, five years, it's been like that, I would say, very politicized. Yeah, and you'd think the low ratings would, would tell them that, yeah, you know what, this shit ain't working, but they're not. But it's not politically correct. They're so afraid of walking on eggshells and offending somebody because, again, people are lawsuit crazy. People are suing over being offended. People are suing over everything. So that's, what they, that's why the eggshells, they don't really care about these causes. They just, they're just afraid of upsetting anybody in the world. And via social media, anybody could be upset, and they see one unfavorable tweet, and they lose their fucking mind. 
And I, I always sit there and wonder, why do we always cater to the people that don't like things? Why don't we cater to people that do like things? And the reason is, usually when you like something, you don't post about it, unless you really, really like it or you're getting paid to endorse it. But you never see, you know, people don't take out their time to write favorable Yelp reviews. You, know? right, you, really yeah. see, you always see negative ones. People can't wait to say, ah, oh, fuck this place. This, the parking sucks and the food sucks. Blah, 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 blah. You know, and, and the, 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 the feeling that you have that, hey, I have a chance to ruin somebody's business. Like everybody gets off on the idea they might be able to ruin somebody financially or professionally, get them fired, get them canceled. You know, that's a lot of people's driving motivation now. And that, that's sad. And you know Instead where that comes from. trying to maybe from. help people, especially through a fucking pandemic where everybody's lost their job and lost their business anyway. Yeah. We still sit around saying, I hope they fail. I hope that place burns down. Like that, that, that way of thinking needs to change. Yeah. But, that, that uh, sort of mentality it, uh, is awful, but you do see it a lot on, uh, in the media and of course, social media, it's the herd mentality of sorts. Yeah. Yeah. They, we want to be the cool kids, you know, Hey, Oh, wokeism is cool. Well, you know, cause, you know, cause you're young. That's all you want to do is fit in. No matter how stupid the idea is, you have to fit in or you're going to be called you know, a nerd or an outcast. Yes. Or keep, keep that mindset right now. Cause we're going to go back to that sort of thing in a second here. But I'm um, going back to Twitter for a second. I did call a guy, another show host. I called him a cunt and <laughs> yeah, I got a, a bit of a timeout on Twitter not long ago either. Oh, oh cunt will get you thrown up. But I, I can't even say idiot. Holy shit. If I said cunt, I'd be, you know, they, they, they'd hunt down my, uh, my immediate family and, and somehow cancel them. Really? That bad? Yeah. Well, maybe I mean, it's because yeah. he's Canadian. You know, I call him a Canadian cunt. Yeah. That's a special kind of cunt, too. Yeah, it Canadian is. Cunt. Canadian. Good Lord. Yeah. No doubt. But yes, um, Twitter, very awful, very dull, bit of an echo chamber. You know, it's kind of oversaturated with political opinions that, you know, quite frankly, no one really gives a fuck about anybody uh, about it. How all <laughs> the blue check marks, how all the celebrities all seem to us are all seem to be slanted to the left. Like, are they getting paid to say this dumb shit? It's like, why am I seeing Seth MacFarlane talking about kids in cages? You, you created Family Guy. What the fuck are you talking about? You used to do the most politically incorrect shit on television. Now I see you, you know, belching out the same... Uh, ultra liberal uh, jargon uh, propaganda that everybody else is doing it's, it's almost like every blue check mark is being paid by the establishment to uh push the same narrative like just shut up what are you doing you gotta wonder if it's even them uh, typing most of these people i would have to say probably not probably not i don't think it's actually uh i think it's probably their representative their media rep yeah their pr guy I mean, like every other week you see you see some dopey story because the news thinks they're being hit by talking about Twitter. Like Twitter's been around for almost 15 years now. It's not hip or or happening anymore. It's really a shell of its former self. I, I'm, it, it's got to it's got to be going out like MySpace, I think. Yeah, it um, was it was really popular though for a couple years. Yeah, I, I three joined four in, years. I joined in, I joined in 2012. You know, was still fairly fresh, fairly new. But, yeah, but now it's like oh Jesus, the same. Uh, you know. You're a Nazi. You're an idiot. Da, 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 da. Get the COVID vaccine. Don't get the COVID vaccine. It's like, just shut up. All of you just shut up. Show pictures of stuff. Right. Or, or, yeah. or just go away. And uh, by the way, we were talking about the verdict earlier here before we yeah. started recording that. I do have yeah. a little the clip verdict. Here. The verdict. Oh, yeah. 
the verdict of the century. Are they, I'm surprised they didn't call this the trial of the century. That's By the true. way, how is it over so fucking fast? Usually these things drag on for fucking months. Doesn't that seem a little suspicious? It was over in about 15 seconds. I guess because of COVID, everyone just said, fuck it, let's just get rid of it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I was always every time some story like this just gets blown out of proportion. I, I I tend to I look for the phony aspects of it, and you know the, they shout out this trial all of a sudden, bang, bang, bang. It's like what what's really going on here? And you know we, we already got the piles of bricks ready for the rioting. You know, you know, dump them off right here, Home Depot. Well, my last guest I talked to, he says the whole thing was a hoax. Yeah, I mean, he says it, w- it wasn't even a real body used. By the way, he went even he went that deep. By the way, yeah, I I can understand that rule. Of thing. I I tend not to believe anything. Again, anything the media goes overboard with, I tend to think a lot of that's phony. Like the Capitol insurrections, like a lot of that shit didn't look real to me. That looked like a badly acted stage play, complete with bad costumes. You know, like these guys really they just walked in there and just la di da di da. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit here. I'm gonna stand here at the podium with my Viking helmet on. Really. They yeah, couldn't do a, a better job. They they really didn't sell that to me. I'll tell you what. And and they they're still going on and on. The riots in Portland have have produced much more damage than whatever that shit was on January sixth. Yeah, and I believe we're going to see more later on uh, from Portland. I think the yeah. mayor. The last time I read, they declared a national state of emergency. The, the mayor is. I mean, I thought our mayor was bad. Uh, no, he's LA's the worst, mayor, Garcetti. But Jesus, yeah. <laughs> that guy's just a cowering little weasel over there. And, and, and that's what another thing I understand is all of a sudden there's every single mayor in this country is a cowering little weasel, and every governor too. It's like they were all just they're all just alien plants or some kind. I don't of really shit. know no what way happened. These people were voted in. Yeah, I don't know what happened in, uh, to the state of politics in the last couple of years. Yeah. It's gone really bad. Yeah, there's a there's a huge globalist communist push, and I think all these these uh, hapless leftist mayors are all just kind of dropped in there. I don't know anybody who voted for uh, Gavin Newsom. I don't know anybody left or right that voted for Gavin Newsom. Nobody. I don't either. Yeah, nor left or right. I don't I don't know anyone who likes him. But yeah, let's let's play this little clip here. Ooh. Well, if I unmuted, we could hear it. That would probably help, but yeah, let me go back for a second and hit play. Oh, here we go. Count one. Court file number 27, CR 20-12646. We, the jury, in the above entitled matter as to count one, unintentional second-degree murder while committing a felony, find the defendant guilty. This verdict agreed to this 20th day of April, 2021, at 1.44 p.m. We Signed won. Juror we four won. person, juror number nineteen. We won. Where's Same our caption, verdict count two. If you could only the see his eyes. Entitled matter as to count two, third degree murder, perpetrating an eminently dangerous act. Find the defendant guilty. This verdict agreed to this twentieth day of April, twenty twenty one, at one forty five p.m. Signed by jury four person, juror number nineteen. Same caption, verdict count three. We, the jury, in the above entitled matter as to count three, second-degree manslaughter, culpable negligence, creating an unreasonable risk, find the defendant guilty. This verdict agreed to this 20th day of April, 2021, at 1.45 p.m. Jury four person, 019. Ooh. Well, let's see if this stops the riots. Yeah, you're right. No. It's not going to stop them, by the way. Yeah, Some come on. People, we already dropped off the uh, mm-hmm. the bricks and the uh, the bottles to make the Molotov cocktail. We're not going to. They're not going to go to waste. And we already sent our our uh, our uh, troops in there, meaning our uh, you know our, our 
people that are going to riot, you know, people we bust in from out of town. Like, well, shit, we already paid for them to get there. Let's uh, let's finish the job. Right now, I'm trying to find a rather because I was going to play a. I think we have a clip of Tucker here for you. Or uh, what a weird day to have a verdict on 420. That's a it's a great day. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, ordinarily it's a good day. It's just a weird day to you know come down with a verdict like this. Come down with a this is the day we're going to decide this fucking case on 420 when everybody's stoned out of their mind. Well, that's a good yeah. Well, I mean, you know, maybe what everybody's a calm. Time. Everybody yeah, you know, it's like okay, cool. Well, that's I mean, you you have a headache. I feel like you should probably you know yeah, I'm probably dipping into that a little bit later. You probably should. I think it would help your head there. Yep, you feel much better. But yes, let's play. Uh, here we go. Yes, Tucker and who is this lady here? Ah, yes, this is Candace Owens. Let's hear what uh. they have to say. That's ever been. You think the most civilized and the most just. Here you have to consider a murder case through the lens of politics. When you get to that point, haven't you already given up civilization? Well, that's correct. And what we're really seeing is mob justice. And, and that's really what happened with this entire trial. This was not a trial about George Floyd or Derek. By the way, I hate both of these people. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I watch Tucker occasionally, you know, the clips. Are, it's really the only one on Fox News I ever look at. I noticed his voice is getting a lot higher, though. I wonder why that it got is. a little high pitch, didn't, didn't it? Yeah, it did used to be that high pitch. And he's lost a lot of weight, too, which they make you do after a while. I remember, you know, Jimmy Kimmel when he started. He was a big fat slob. And now he's, he's he's skinny as a rail now. I remember when he used to wear a bow tie. Yeah. Back yeah, on so CNN. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, Candace Owens, I, I you know what? I, uh-huh. I remember Candace Owens when she used to do just little YouTube videos. And I thought those were actually pretty clever. Now I think she's, she's you know, you know she, thinks she, she thinks she's this uh, giant celebrity now. And we all have to kiss our ass, and uh, I'm not really on board with that. Even if I agree with what she's saying, I'm not. I'm not on board with the uh, the celebrity kind of status she's given herself. I hear you. The very self-important status, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Although I will say, at least she, at least she looks halfway decent. You know, I'd say it, it seems like the uh, the far left chicks are usually very homely, very ugly, very nasally, naggy voice. <laughs> yes. So. If I have to pick sides there, just based on that, I'd have to pick. Based on looks alone, yeah. Based on looks and voice and and less irritating. So in other words, they have like less cankles is what you're saying. Yeah. As far as as what they're talking about, it's it's just blah, 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 blah to me anyway. By the way, all the very extreme far right people that I talk to, you know, they, they love Tucker a lot. And I always find it amusing. I always say, man, you know, you guys really love the cnn anchors a lot you guys just forget about it you know you forgot yeah that he's I, a cnn I guy real, even if again even if i agree with everyone loves the says, cnn guys i also guys. realize that newscasting is show business it's acting. big time they all have, they, they all they all forget, have sad though. cards they're all uh, oh, yeah. they're all actors you know and, that you know, they yeah. jump from one place to another and they just adopt whatever the narrative is there oh yeah so they, they're all they're all actors yeah. i don't believe i don't believe one goddamn word any of them says i don't think they actually believe what they're they're actually saying, though, to be honest, no. you know, there, there's a big difference between a public opinion and a private opinion. Yeah. And, and again, even if I agree with some of the stuff Tucker's saying, I realize he's just reading a teleprompter. Yeah. He's, he's an actor, just like all the dopes on CNN. That's I right. can't even watch them. It's so far to the left there. It's it's completely unwatchable. I mean, they don't even hide it anymore. And there's there's several tapes out where you, know, you hear people in the background talk about, yeah, we, we need to get Trump out. We need to, you know, 
they're pretty much discussing their dirty work. It's like, you're supposed to be a news channel. You're supposed to deliver the news, not opinions. But all news programs have become opinions. Opinion pieces, right. Yeah. yeah. And let's finish the rest of this here. Let's hear um, Tucker and Candace Owens. This is the Tucker and Candace show. I know. Good God. She's this on was a Fox trial now, about whether the... What's that? She's on Fox now. She's like a contributor to Fox News, isn't she? I thought she was either on that or um, what's that other network? OAN News or some shit? Newsmax, one of those. Something like that. Yeah, th- those places are pretty funny, too. I don't watch any of that crap. <laughs> They're pretty amusing. You know, they get really scared when Mike Lindell is on because they don't want to get sued. <laughs> They're like, oh, fuck, he's back. Turn it off. <laughs> but yes, um, we'll, we'll get into that in a moment. I was going to buy the David Hogg pillow, but he gave up like the little wuss that he is. Oh, boy. <laughs> Media uh, was powerful enough to create a simulation and decide upon a narrative absent any facts. Whether it was powerful enough to repeat showing and talking about a nine-minute clip that came from somebody's cell phone without adding any context, without showing the full, you know, the full police video, which they could have released. They refused to release the full body cam, which would have added more clarity um, to the fact that the media was lying. You know, the media came out. Let's not forget this, Tucker. The media came out and told us that this was a man who was just getting his life together. He was a good, you know, good member of society. Society, and he got mixed up because a racist white police officer had it out for him and, and killed him. All of that fell apart. All of the facts came out and all of that fell apart. We now know, of course, that he had enough fentanyl in him. It was three times the lethal dosage, three times lethal dosage in him when he died. But nobody cares because the media was successful and putting out a narrative and they kept hitting that narrative. And the reason why the Democrats are happy is because they realize, of course, the media supports them. And now means the Democrats can get whatever they want because they can create a narrative and then they can treat people like pawns and get them to basically say, if we don't get what we want, we will riot, we will loot, we will send these people out like soldiers to destroy your neighborhoods. And that is exactly what has happened. That has been the determination of this trial. The media and the Democrats now have enough power to bully, to bully and to lie to and to create propaganda and to successfully win. And that is what happened. And they are celebrating that win today. They're celebrating that win. Yay. We won. But yes, um... Party Eric, time. Eric Chauvin convicted on all counts found guilty of murdering Mr. George Floyd. Yeah, great. I, I love how you know George Floyd became an instant celebrity overnight. He's a too. hero. Yeah. That, that funeral they had for him, was that the fakest looking thing I've ever seen? It wasn't even a body in that box. That was I pretty awesome, just, right? That was... They just filled it with rocks to, or something to make it seem like it weighed him down. But uh, come on. Man. That was really? awesome. It was like a scene uh, straight out of Coming to America. Yeah, I mean, because they have to, they have to hastily put these things together so they don't really look convincing. But, you know, it doesn't take much to convince most people. Most people just see anything. Oh, my God. By the way, I did see that movie, Coming to America, the, the second one. It was awful. One? It was it was shit, but. Pretty bad. It was awful, but then again, I was loaded. So then again, you know, I did end up liking it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like the first movie enough. It's not my favorite Eddie Murphy movie, but not enough to see the second one. I'll probably, I'll probably do what you did. I'll probably get if really you're, fucked if up. You're drinking, if you're drinking, if you're drinking, yeah. But you got to be drinking, and then you'll 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 be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah, because I do have some. I do have several favorite bad movies. I like to get uh, blunted and look at, like The Room, for example, Tommy Wiseau's movie. That's that's a great movie. That's terrible, awful, you know, poorly made movie, but. The best movie ever made. I like watching terrible movies myself. That's why I have Netflix. You know, everything on there is awful. Yeah. Or I just put on, uh, you know, Pluto TV. They have both Mystery Science Theater and uh, Riff Tracks. 
you know, they have two channels dedicated to both of those. So all it is is bad movies. And then those guys ripping on them. That, that also works too. But yes, check out coming to America. If you have not yet, it, it is terrible, but then again, very, very amusing. Um, the I only thing, the I'm only thing put I that on my, I'm going to put that on my to do list for the weekend. Oh yeah. Right, coming well, to America too. Get but it ready. I, here's the warning though, but keep in mind, Leslie Jones is in the film and that, you know, knocks it down like five pegs. Yeah. I, I worked on a commercial recently with Leslie. Jones. Oh my God. Did you really? Yeah. Oh my uh, God. You, I'm so you've sorry. Probably, you've probably seen it. I'm not going to say what the product is. We've probably seen it. It's, uh, you know how, you know, side slappingly funny she is on everything else she does. Oh, uh, well, the same thing here. If you haven't seen, uh, if you haven't seen the, uh, the Ghostbusters reboot, the old lady one from five years ago, you want to talk about a bad movie and not an enjoyable one. That is a bad movie. So you worked around Leslie Jones. <laughs> what are you trying to say she's fat no 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 yes, i'm saying I, you, I did, yeah <laughs> I did work around, we all worked around that's a double entendre i'm sorry but yes you yes. did work around maybe her a, maybe a triple in this <laughs> yeah you worked in her vicinity in other words but yes so was she is she a nice was she nice to you did you interact with her you know, i didn't really de- i didn't deal with her much uh there was you know there is uh one funny thing she did like before right after we started rolling she was she was belting out the line is she then she stopped and said what the fuck is this so i kind of <laughs> i do kind of respect her for that uh yeah Leslie but otherwise Jones. it's the, the commercials itself it was pretty forgettable yeah i'm not a big fan but i think i have a, a feeling which commercial you might have been a part yeah, of I mean, you've probably skipped it on YouTube a few times. It's popped up on there. Oh, my. It was actually in the banner at the top. Lord. So you yeah. were responsible for that. Or you just got I, paid for I, that. Listen, I just, I just, uh, I was part of the crew. I yeah, you just showed up the, for work. I wasn't part right. of the creative team, believe me. <laughs> Good so, job. Good job. Have, yes. There's nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's like being a gripper or electrician. You have nothing to do with a script or, or decide who the talent is. That's, but actually, my control. when it comes to money, perhaps you would want to be on her team. Um, or maybe you don't want the headache. Yeah, no, I I don't think I could listen to her talk for more than four seconds. Yeah. That's another thing that people completely forget about. I mean, um, if, when you're involved with these people, you really find out who they really are. And most of the time, Ooh, believe me, you don't want to meet them. Yeah. Like I said, I usually, I don't deal with them that much. You, you see them come in, you see them go out and sometimes you can hear them uh, shouting in the, uh, in in the next room. Oh yeah. You know, trying to belt out because I mean, Leslie Jones, Leslie Jones is a loud ass woman. I mean, you know, that's, she uses her outdoor voice indoors. I have a feeling. Yeah. I have a feeling that she's very, yeah. Yeah. Very. Um, yeah. She's well, like, she's like 50 years old. She's still, she's still hood. You know what I mean? Oh boy. She's very rambunctious is the word I was looking for. Yeah. And uh, you know, I don't watch Saturday Night Live. I haven't watched Saturday Night Live probably since the early '90s, if even that, even if even that recently. I mean, I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's been funny for a long time, but it still it still goes on and on. And now it's now it's the same uh, you know political horseshit that you hear on every other late night talk show that's gotten stale and boring. So that's uh, that's another show that just needs to go. It's uh, see, it's retire it, please. By the way, Saturday Night Live anymore. There's a few. Yeah, I want to go back to Saturday Night Live for a moment. But before we do, I was going to say in terms of like working with people, you know, the old saying, you don't really want to meet like the people you idolize or whatever you're a fan of. You don't really want to meet them. You know, for in certain cases, um, it doesn't always work out that way. I mean, I have met people that I do like a lot 
and they ended up being like really cool in person. But right. Um, has there been any situation like that for you where you did meet someone that you did like and, you know, they kind of turned out to be an asshole? Yeah. The thing is, I, I don't really have this celebrity admiration that a lot of that most of the country has. I and mean, people just idolize these celebrities. They really do. Yeah. Especially. And we can go back to Twitter on this because Twitter has made it seem like if you follow the celebrity and you're responding to their shit, then you must be a friend of theirs, you know, and these people wouldn't spit on you if they saw you. That's right. So I don't really hold celebrities in a hair regard. And, but there isn't really anybody I've worked with that I've become more hostile towards. Actually, no, there is one. There is one Nas, the rapper. Um, Give me a story. I, Give me a story. I've told, yeah. I've told this, I've told this story, I think on the podcast a few years ago, but this was, this, uh, and I, I like his early work. I mean, I like him as a rapper. Sure. Yeah. But as far as, but a lot of these motherfuckers, a lot of these singers and rappers, they are not professional. They feel uh, like the world revolves he had, around them. He had them. a stick up his ass. Yeah. And I they, see. And they could just show up whenever they damn well feel like it. Um, this motherfucker, we did this thing for Red Bull, I think it was like six, seven, eight years ago. And it was this contest. It was a producer contest. Like they have these kids send in these beats and they pick the winning one. They fly you out to record a song with Nas using that beat. So Red Bull has this uh, studio or had this studio. I don't know if they still do in Santa Monica. And it turned into a two day shoot. So this kid from Chicago won. So they flew him out. He's never been to LA before. He was like fucking 18, 19 years old, something like that. So they flew him out here. And then we spent the first day shooting all this B roll stuff just cruising around with him in Hollywood and Beverly Hills and, you know, the usual fucking uh, icon, LA icons that you see all the time. That was day one. Day two was in the studio. So we're there at six o'clock in the morning, setting up lights, setting up cameras everywhere. Yeah. And uh, this kid came in early with us. Like he was there at seven o'clock in the morning, ready to go. And Nas was supposed to be there. I think at nine o'clock in the morning. Right. Well, yeah. Right. We know that ain't going to happen. That ain't going to happen, yeah. That ain't going to At 9 o'clock in the morning, he's probably been you know, partying all night. because yeah, Motherfucker, you tripping. You think he's going to be there at that hour? Yeah. So 9 <laughs> o'clock, 10, 11, we don't hear from his people. I think finally noon, around lunchtime, we finally get a call. All right, he he going to be there at 3, 8, 3 p.m. No explanation of where the fuck he is. Oh, right? no. So 3 we go PM. out, get lunch, come back. 3 o'clock, 4, 5, still no worse. 6 o'clock, I think we finally hear from him again. So, right, he going to be in at 8 p.m., 8 o'clock. Now, we've been there since 6 in the fucking morning. It's already Jesus. a 14-hour day by this point. 8 o'clock, 9, 10, 11 o'clock. At, uh, at he, this he, point, at this point, what what is the crew thinking or, or saying at this yeah, point? Yeah, I what think one saying? time they told us uh, he was asleep. Or, this is like 6 o'clock in the evening at this point. It's like asleep. Jesus Christ, wake his bitch ass up and get him in there. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, but what, what were the the crew saying amongst each other when they were hearing this? Were they saying, well, "Oh, fuck by him"? This time now, yeah. now we have more people because now we have some <laughs> some some other rappers, and DJs, oh, like well known ones, now in the studio waiting for Nas to come. Oh in. man, so they were and, pissed too. Yeah, so oh, we got fuck. like there's like ten you know pretty well known rappers yeah. and DJs in the booth or not in the booth in the studio. And waiting for fucking Nas to come. And finally, I think at 12.30 or 1 o'clock in the morning, the next day, he comes in, fucked up out of his mind, drunk off his ass. No explanation. Didn't say, I'm sorry. Didn't, didn't say where he was, what he was doing. He just, he goes into the booth. He puts the headphones on. He says, all right, roll the motherfucking track. And they starts recording. And that was it. And that was it. Yeah. And I don't know how long it goes. Wow. They've sent, they sent some of us home. You know, they, you know, people, a couple of, couple of 
crew people i've been there since six i let go home and i think that went on until maybe four in the morning or something like that that's a new wall I w- I just because it. this motherfucker mm-hmm. had anything better to do is like you know what you're not a by this Nas isn't a young kid at this point you know he's, no. he's in his 30s he's you he gotta fucking know better by now and if have some goddamn professionalism you know i don't give a shit how good illmatic was that was in 1994 all right and there's only 10 songs on it not the best album in the fucking world yeah i was about to say i can't believe he's that unprofessional yeah and uh and but they're all like that man they all show up at you know very uh, the uh, going back to uber eats uh i don't know if you've seen the one with uh the wayne the wayne's world dudes in it uh, I worked on that one too. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And Card- Cardi B was in it. She was late, but at least she showed up that day. At least she showed up only seven hours late instead of the next day, like Nas. Yeah, not not the next day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And fucking Nas, I've seen him. I've seen him perform live, and he was real. He was drunk off his ass then. He couldn't even finish half of the shit he was supposed to do. He got booed off the stage. So, uh, so that that's the only that's the only negative negative. Um, memory I have of of working with celebrities. Otherwise, it's it's run of the mill. They come, they go, they do their thing, they split. You know. Yeah, that's how it goes. But if you if you if you show up almost a day late to your gig, go fuck yourself. Seriously. That's right. And of course, I saw uh, Pete Davidson. Of course, you mentioned Saturday Night Live. And God, he's, I, I'm sorry, not funny. I I've never found him funny. I. He looks like just every any Gen Z douchebag now with cover with tats and just not funny. I was gonna say he sort of looks like a beaver, like his face. Yeah, has a very strange uh, face there. But yeah, Pete Davidson, I had seen him uh, recently doing commentary for uh, the boxing match between Jake Paul and Ben Askren. Oh Jesus! Christ. And it was fucking awful. Just the whole van was was shit. Yeah. But are, you're their, not surprised what, to hear that, though, right? Yeah. What was their thinking behind that? Like, hey, let's I don't get know. Pete Davidson. All the kids love him. It was fucking terrible. But Pete Davidson, you know, I've never liked him very much at all. I, I would rather stinks. have seen Pete Davidson fight. Yeah, I'd rather see him get hit in the face. Yeah. Who's? I'm trying to think of who another unfunny comedian from this area is. Maybe the two of them could fight it out, like slap each other. And shit. I know. I don't. You know, I dislike Pete Davidson so much. I kind of wish it was him, not his dad, who died. Right, yeah. For those that don't know, his father wasn't, wasn't allegedly died on nine eleven. <laughs> yes, go ahead. I'm sorry. wasn't Wasn't he the one that was crying when Ariana Grande dumped him? Was that that guy? Uh yeah. Actually, you're I, right. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was his girl. I had to think about it for a while. Yeah, that's his ex. Yeah, I remember that was a big deal for about fifteen seconds. For some odd reason, he was knocking down lots of um lots of celebs there. I think he still is too. Yeah, and he was talking about killing himself or doing some shit. It's like, well, what the what stopped you? Man? Typical, right? Oh. Typical. Yeah, he's a Just tortured. Don't do, don't do what everybody here does and jump off the freeway. Well, over don't don't you truck. know his dad died on nine eleven? Have some sympathy, uh, Phil. You are a sick bastard. Yeah, it wasn't my fault. I do. Yeah, that not Pete my, Davidson. It's not my fault. He's not funny either. <laughs> he really isn't. Uh, he also has a tattoo of Hillary Clinton. Oh, God damn. Well, there, that tells you all you need to know. Fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, Pete Davidson, a very, very strange individual, no doubt. And, of course, uh, Jake Paul. You know, I don't really know much about Jake Paul other than he's a very popular sort of Internet personality. Yeah, uh, I I don't know. I don't know why these guys became as big as they are. I don't know how they did it, but that's pretty crazy. 
Yeah. I mean, really the only internet uh, personality I'm familiar with that, that gets a lot of views is the angry video game nerd. I like that uh, guy. Yeah. Yeah. Because he talked about a lot of the games I used to play as a fucking kid. Right. So, of course, uh, Jake Paul is denying sexual allegations made against him by some uh, TikTok star, rather, uh, Justine Paradise. Uh, Again, I have no idea who this girl is, but uh, more allegations towards uh, our friend Jake Paul here. Yeah, if that uh, well, if that isn't a an oxymoronic term, TikTok star, you know, again, yeah, TikTok that's, is stuff, that's is the a world we live app in. That any <laughs> yes. any twelve year old girl can can use, and you know, you put out one video and everybody thinks it's their star. That that's the problem with Twitter and everything else. Everybody or and YouTube for that part, everybody puts out some video and they think they're a goddamn celebrity. A TikTok star, that's it's that a, term shouldn't even exist. It's a yes, I, I agree with you one hundred percent, but that's the world we live in. But yes, this is a quote unquote TikTok star. I was gonna say tic tac. I'm not sure yeah. why the fuck they keep saying that, but Justine Paradise out of Los Angeles. She no, is no, no, no. a quote unquote star, by the way. She's a personality, just like our friend uh, Jake Paul here. And uh, recently she put out a 20-minute long YouTube video, by the way, Phil, saying a lot, lots of things, talking about what happened. But she says here, she claimed that things escalated despite her telling Paul no. The YouTube st- uh, star went on to say that uh, Jake Paul, that's the YouTube star, physically got on top of her and allegedly forced her to perform oral sex. Yeah, YouTube star versus the TikTok star. Just like Instagram model. That's another one I have a problem with. So that's what she did to him. Well, you know, forced it in there. Yeah, so I guess we're going to get the U2 hashtags coming back. Oh, yes. So um, he has been me too now, uh, apparently. Oh, boy. Good guy. Well, I, I would feel sorry for him, but uh, I don't know who the fuck he is. <laughs> yeah, he's got a lot of money. Don't worry. Right, he'll be he'll yeah. be fine, man. Don't worry. Yeah. He'll, he'll sure. make it out alive. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, really, the two of them are, what a pair. Huh? That's right. Well, that's the world we live in. These people making lots of money and being famous for really no, I have no idea why, but they have a huge following of little kids, I guess. Look at me! I'm on TikTok. I'm I'm on a, I'm using a Chinese app that steals all my, my information. Good for you. Their fan base is like 12, 13 year olds, by the way. Yeah, yeah, and and, and, and you see a lot of uh, growing number of adults on there, like all the Ooh, like all the yeah. TikTok. Where all the TikTok nurses during the beginning of COVID? Where what the fuck was that about? That's true, but you do see lots of like you know women jumping up and down. You know, showing Scream, their assets, screaming in their screaming sure. in their cars. That's that's my favorite one. The the uh, back of the Trump days when all these uh, you know these leftist broads would be screaming their cars and making videos out of it. That's uh, those are quite a joy. I enjoy those actually. I enjoy them. You know, sitting in there, lo- just losing it in their car all alone. I think Get I do. Life. I think I do. Have, I think I have a clip of that, but I'm not quite sure. But yes, I I recall lots of people sort of losing their minds. So that's always fun though. Yeah, I'm with it, man. I like that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, I want at on one one thing. It, it's kind of sad to see how many unhinged people we actually have out there, and and they seem to be all too proud to display it for the world to see. But at the same time, it's also very entertaining to watch people lose their shit and and realize at least I'm not like that. 
Yeah, that reminds me there was a clip of Tom Cruise yelling. I think we have it here, but it's not... I don't think the audio is very good. I'm not quite. Oh, it was sure. that. Was that when it, the COVID, uh, the COVID rant that he did? Uh, they're on that set, on the Mission Impossible set. I believe it is. Even us what we're doing. <laughs> I'm on the phone with every yeah, studio at night. Insurance companies, producers, and they're looking at us and using us to make their movies. We are creating thousands of jobs. You I don't ever want to see it again. Oh, shit. Ever. Ever. And if you don't do it, you're fired. And I see you do it again, you're gone. And anyone on this crew does it. That's it. And you too. And you too. And you. Don't you ever do it again. Wow. A lot of fire and passion there. No apologies. Too bad he doesn't put that in his movies. That's right. Tell it to the people that are losing their f***ing homes. Whoa. Because our industry is shut down. It's not going to put food on their table. Or pay for their college education. Their college education. But yes, Tom Cruise there yelling at the staff. Can you uh, sort of understand where he was coming from though, Phil? Knowing that, you know, you work in production. You kind of know what goes into this. There is a budget. You know, you do have deadlines to meet. What's your take? Um, I thought it would have been funny if somebody in the back says, ah, shut up, you short little bastard. <laughs> didn't have him. He's um, like five feet tall, by the way, for those that don't know. Yeah. yeah when I hear that, when I see that, uh, I, all I think of is the time when he jumped on Oprah's couch. You know, oh, he yeah. did that bullshit. That was crazy. That's when he was yeah. talking about, um, marrying that one woman. I'm forgetting her name already. Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, Katie, Katie Holmes. Katie, Katie Holmes. Holmes. Yeah. That, yeah. that woman. Yeah, she. Uh, they try. She. He tried to indoctrinate her. And, Dumb uh, bitch. Yeah, she is. Yeah, uh, she bolted, and that's the same for me. Yeah. Dumb bitch. <laughs> I don't know where that's from, but I like it. Yeah, uh, Tom Cruise. You know, I having. Yeah, we've been working well over a year with you know, strict COVID protocols. Yeah, uh, yeah. We all know the deal by now. So right. I don't know what the fuck he's screaming about. I mean, I well, he was a, he was one of the producers on this movie, so he's yelling as a producer, not as the actor. If he was just the actor doing that, then that's a little overboard. Uh, the producer, you know, you can yell and scream all the fuck you want. You, you know what you're getting into if you're working on a Tom Cruise movie. You know, he's got a fucking temper. He's a Scientologist, and he's a whack job. A crazy guy. Yeah. But, but he knows what are. he's doing. I mean, you know, he's he's produced movies before. He's not he's not new to the game. Uh, but, but this thing is turned again and, and thanks to social media and the media in general for making everybody absolutely crazy in the head more than they need to be about the fucking virus. I mean, you know, again, most of us could beat it with an immune system, a good immune system. But, uh, you know, and I've, I've worked with people on set that are, that are just as germaphobic now. We have, you know, there's this, this makeup lady who, you know, we had to change our whole outfit because she was, she's so scared of anybody within 25 feet, you know, taking their mask off, take a sip of coffee. Uh, she she stomps, yeah. stamps her feet and uh, raises a stink, and uh, we have to like su- suit her needs every single time because you know it's made people mentally crazy. Have they know? not told you anything though in terms of getting vaccinated? Not yet, not yet. I like I, have they, hol- they haven't I'm, like pressured you or anything yet? Yeah, I'm I'm holding out. Well, that, that's the one good thing about working freelance. Yeah, um, you know, I'm not under contract or right. anything like that. I'm not tied to one company or one studio. 
So I'm holding out as long as I possibly can because, you know, since I don't trust the government, I don't trust the media, and I don't certainly don't trust Big Farm. No one blames you I'm, for that, yeah. I'm going to hold out as, as long as I possibly can, even though I have people in my own family say, you got to get the vaccine, you got to go. No, not quite. I'm not going to argue with them. I'm just saying, yeah, okay. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't trust what's going on. I, you know, that was, uh, I don't trust how the whole thing started. I don't trust where it started. Well, you don't have to and, travel, uh, though, or anything, yeah. right? Too much. I haven't, not yet, not yet. Um, I'm hearing, I'm hearing something. There might be something in Hawaii. Unless you have on. to, man. Unless you have to, yeah. then you pro- they're, they're going to probably make you. Yeah, like I've and and of course, what we're going to start seeing is you're going to have to prove yeah, exactly you got vaccinated to to yeah. go to places you right you know, a you passport know, the ball game or the hockey game or to restaurants. You're, That's you're right. going to have to probably get some kind of app on your phone with QR code on it and scan it every time. That's, you know what's crazy though, Phil? I was talking about that last year, and people thought I was you know fucking high as shit, and yeah. I would say no, it, I'm not high. I mean, well, I am, but the thing is, um. It, you don't need to be a rocket scientist to have that sort of common sense to know that a sort of requirement, a passport of sorts, showing that you were yeah. vaccinated and was going to come into play. I right. mean, um, going back to what we were saying about Twitter and social media and celebrities, I mean, pretty soon you're going to start seeing them push uh, the vaccine that this is, you know, the new thing to do, the new, this is the new shit. This is oh, what yeah. you got to do. They've done that. I've played, I don't remember that, uh, that that goopy rap song they put out a few months ago that uh, DMC or DMC just, helped this is produce. just the beginning though I mean we're gonna see much more yeah, of I, it I, I put that on my podcast a few podcasts ago and it just just couldn't help but laugh at that it's like they are really they're uh, well of course they're going right after the black community and the poor community because there's you know but much to their dismay there's a lot of pushback you know they weren't expecting that they don't trust the government either and who could blame them. And that's right. And by the way, I found a clip for you. I'm sure this is what you were referring to. Yes. I played that too. But this year get any you just had to make it to twenty twenty one. She looks like she looks exactly as you think she does. You know, yeah. Cropped hair, flat Correct. chest, you know, total lefty. Probably somebody has a Biden Harris sticker on her car, you know, or on her Prius. On her Prius, right? Yep, plenty of those around here. That's right. That's right. You're still out there in L.A. and living large. Yep, you know, living as as large as I possibly can with with little interruptions. Again, you know, not letting again, not having Twitter is actually a, a blessing. Um, yeah, I would say so. Being, and here I am. Here the the, the verdict, the verdict the came verdict. down, and I I don't care. <laughs> it just, doesn't really okay. matter, though. I mean, life, life goes no on. Point. Life is going to go on. They can ride all they want, in Minnesota. I'm not in fucking Minnesota. Why Maxine Waters decided to go over there and stir up shit? How about stay your ass over here and help your fucking district for once? You well, she is the ultimate opportunist. I mean, if you oh, are going to collect I mean, the know, check the, somehow, you're she's going to do it. I mean, you got to figure they're already mentally unstable, but now, you know, what is she in her seventies, almost eighty? Jesus she's gotta Christ! Keep, we she's got to keep you know, pandering. We got yeah. Elderly fucking people running the country, sort of. We kind of do. That's another reason why I say we should sort of limit uh, the the. We should sort of put like a age limit is what I'm yeah. trying to say for these sort of uh, ordeals. These career politicians, you know, they don't really. We we don't really need to have you around that long. Yeah. Uh, older people are, you know, they have dementia. They're fucking they old. Do. 
Yeah, I mean, they don't. I mean, does any does anybody in the country really think Biden has a shit together? I mean, he reminds me of my grandfather. Do you listen? Yeah, I don't. I don't like, listen to my grandfather either. So yeah. it's like, why am I going to listen to a president that's also fucking old and senile? Why? My fucking my fucking grandfather in his seventies. <laughs> I took him in the movies. He got lost in the theater. He went out to go to the bathroom. He never came back. And I saw him standing outside. And just, that's what we got running running the country. But the thing is, all the young ones, all you know, the AOCs and the and the uh, Ilhan Omar's, all these younger ones, they're no, they're they're no better. They're no they're, better. They're power hungry, you know. Uh, and it's all about power. It's all about control. And they're no better than the fucking older ones. It's it's almost like it's gotten to the point where we need to just flush the whole toilet. Yeah. Well, the, the fact scratch. the fact is that everyone sort of feels that way. For the most part, everyone kind of already knows that both sides are full of shit. Yet, yes, they still yes. they still pander to the left and to the right. Yeah. I guess they like being lied to. I'm not quite sure what why that is. That is but what it is. I mean, George Carlin pointed that out I'm not uh, sure. you know, 20 years ago in a bit. He said, you know, Americans like their bullshit where they could get it out right on the front where they get a good, strong whiff of it. And uh, that's what it is. People cannot handle the truth. You know, they want it. They want that disguise and they, they need their bullshit force fed to them. I so feel that's they, I feel that way about religion, what you're saying, by the way. Yes. You could apply that to religion and I totally. feel the same. I don't know how... You personally, feel, I don't know if you're like religious or anything. Not at all. I'm not, not either, to be honest. You know, I say I'm an agnostic atheist, but that's just sort of a way to like, you know, sort of be nice to people. But I'm right. pretty much an atheist, to be honest. Me too. Same yeah. here. That's just, um, I'm sorry. I just, there has never been a God of uh, anywhere from around the world uh, to be demonstrated uh, actively with society. So why would I believe in a God? Any God. Yeah. Well, that's again, that's that's another George Carlin. He came around and said religion is nothing but mind control. You know, he grew Pretty up much. Irish Catholic, so he knows all about it. Yeah, it kind of is. It's all yeah. a part of a social construct, you know. And then what's going on today with social media and and the uh, mainstream media is also mind control. Pretty much. You could apply take it to the, the vaccine, same way. Take the vaccine. Be scared. Take the vaccine. That's yeah. mind control. Pretty much. Feel this way. You know, we, we you have to feel this way or else you're going to be canceled. That's Fucking right. Control. And that leads me to another gentleman, by the way, Milo. Oh, uh, what's that? Milo? Yin- Whatever happened to that guy? I haven't heard about him. In a well, long now, time. yes. Well, you know, he's our favorite gay uh, right winger. But now he says he's no longer gay. He has uh, changed his out- outlook. But then again, well, I think that's that. yeah. I, I was going to say, I think he's just doing that for attention again. Yeah. I mean, I, he's like Candace Owens to me. You know, he's just he's another he's a personality trying to trying to do something. It's a, he's trying to develop a brand. You know, that's and, right. And that's what he's doing right here on this next clip. By the way, Phil, let's hear a minute. Well, if we could make it through a minute of this, let's let's I'll hear try. Milo. Uh, I'm bracing myself. <laughs> I know this is very tough, uh, especially since I have to look at the video. You don't. You just have to hear it. Thank God. Yeah, he looks like a raccoon now. He's got this weird, his eyes look really <laughs> sunken in. Um, his hair is kind of like blonde dyed a little bit. You could see the and black we're, roots. And we're supposed to take these guys serious. Um, and, yeah. And, and this is the guy that was the menace on the college campus. This is the one the liberals were all scared of, this this guy. Okay. All of these people you see in the media, though, I feel like they're all doing coke or they have yeah, some I, sort of I can't pill picture. any of them. Addiction. They're all fucking, they're all phony. Every goddamn They're all phonies. That's right. Yeah. Let's, let's hear this fucking, you know what? My next book, for instance, I'm, I'm currently putting it together. It's called Make America Hate Again. And the idea behind the book is um, that we have lost our understanding of... Um, 
you know, it is it is right and proper to hate hateful things. Hate. My next book is going to be an attempt to rehabilitate getting in touch with atavistic feelings we all have. You know, when you when you hate something, when you have a feeling of revulsion, it's like disgust. You may feel your hands and feet getting cold as the blood rushes to your, your the center of your body. Was well, the reason for that? Your body is preparing for war. You, your body is getting ready for a fight, protecting its organs and sacrificing your extremities. Because when you see something that produces hate in you, you have an evolutionary response that prepares you to hit it or to hit something and get out of there. You know that's what your body's doing when you see something that makes you go. You know and that's what happens when you see Drag Queen Story Hour and you like lose your mind. Your body is physically preparing for a fight. You can't just deny that exists. You can't just pretend that that's not happening. So what I want to do in, in the book um, is, is explain to people that, that this is a normal, healthy, and indeed entirely necessary natural instinct that also serves a spiritual purpose, which is to help you distinguish between the things you should be around and the things that you should seek to destroy if you possibly can. Oh, and there he goes. That's uh, Milo. Oh, God. I almost fell asleep during that. Yes, it was very uh, unusual, but he was talking about uh, some sort of drag queen story thing he had going. Uh, <laughs> why, why are all these British guys uh, involved with American politics? That's what I want to know. Like, worry about your own stupid country. We have enough problems here. Yeah, I agree. They should just be... I mean, you're, uh, you're, you know, England's been taken over by the same commies that have taken over America. Maybe, uh, maybe help fight that. But yes, the ex-gay now straight yeah you don't hear about that very often yeah you certainly would be called a hero for doing that you'd be called a hero if he came out as a tran or something but right. uh if you become a straight white male well now you're the most hated person on the planet so uh maybe that wasn't a good idea just like elliot page Elliot page whatever the name I think it really doesn't matter what race you are if you're kind of like a yeah. dick or an asshole you're kind of disliked like why, why are all these fucking YouTube people writing books? Who the fuck would read this shit? I wouldn't read it either. I mean, it's I didn't even know they were putting out books for like everybody sake. and their fucking mother has written a book. <laughs> you know, they they were famous for five fucking minutes. Now they want me to buy a book. I haven't read a book from any of these cocksuckers. That's right. And by the way, since you are banned from social media, it seems, um, are, are you thinking about joining? I believe I believe it's called Frank by Mike Lindell. Uh, the my pillow guy. No, yeah, that guy. I, 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 I probably, yeah, because all these all these other ones have come and go, like gone, like Parlor and Gab. I, I have no interest in in being on any of those. You know, so I don't either. I was I was on. I joined Parlor when that started, and I never used it because well, there's two reasons. The interface was awful. Looks like shit. And yeah, it was just a bunch of Trump ass sucking. I'm not on board with. I'm not on board with the Trump whining or the Trump ass sucking. It was like 24 hours of Trump. I. There's got to be other things going on in the fucking world. So I was not on board. Well, for some people, that's the only thing in their world. Yeah. That's sad, right? You're like, if, you know, really, if social media is going to suck so bad, maybe just fucking get off of social media. So, Or maybe just kill yourself. I don't know. Yeah. Can you say that? Well, we can, but uh, you're, you're not supposed to. Well, I mean, if, I mean, if we're on YouTube, we, we can't say that. But, you know, here we yeah. could sort of just say, you know, you could just kill yourself if you want. Yeah. Oh my god! If you want, I'm not, I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying you know you have that option in life. You hear that, Pete Davidson? <laughs> Kill yourself. Yeah, you can do states. that if you want. I'm not saying you, you should. Us, you told us you were going to do it, so, <laughs> so follow through, will you? 
Uh, by the way, we have a clip here of Mike Lindell. Apparently, he was holding some sort of a 48-hour Frankathon event where he was really pushing uh, for uh, you know his social media platform, Frank. And uh, well, I'm sure you know how that went. He was trolled. <laughs> Let's hear what happened with our friend Mike Lindell, our favorite crack-smoking friend, our favorite crack-smoking CEO. My pillow. Let's hear what he what he's got to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, thank you. Hey, hold on. I got. I think I got a reporter beaming in. Scott, thank you for calling, and God bless you. Jesus Christ, it sounds like Alex Jones. <laughs> he does. Uh, hello. Hey, Mike. It's Ron with the Wall Street Journal. Yes, yes. You're live. Is that okay? Oh yeah, that's great. But Mike, I have some bad news to tell you. I'm afraid, and I wish. I hope you can share this with everybody. But unfortunately, Alexa passed away just a few minutes ago from a drug overdose. Okay, that's a, this is a prank call. This is a prank phone call. You see what they're doing, everybody? You see what they're doing, everybody? That was an attack there because I brought up this great reporter, and that was an attack. You heard it here. This is what these attack groups are doing. Prime example there. We took it live. So he's freaking out. Isn't that great? Yeah, yeah. A radio show has never been prank called before. That's why, I, <laughs> fuck it, I got prank called. That's why I stopped doing that shit. It's like, oh, this is getting old already enough. By the way, I'm not sure if you saw that video clip, the one we're playing here, but um, Mike Lindell, he has his cell phone out, like laying on his ta on, on the table, right? Um, I'm not sure why he's doing it, but he's like bringing his face all the way down to his phone. When, you know, you could lift your phone up and bring it to your ear or your mouth. Yeah, he's just a loud mouth. He's you just make pillows and shut up. You know, what I a I, weirdo. I, I wish we'd just go back to the days where we didn't know what people's politics were or cared, you know, but now we have to know. We have to know you're either yeah. a lefty or a righty and and, and well, they, well, the they more, want you to know now. People want you to know exactly yeah, what they are. The more extreme you are, the more loud you are. And and of course the more books you wind up writing. And uh, you know, hearing this shit doesn't make me want to buy pillows. At no. all. Fucking makes me want to do what it makes me do exactly the opposite. I want I want to throw my own pillows off the bed just because I'm. Does it does it ma does it make you want to smoke crack? No, no. I, I'm fucking Mayor Ford in Toronto is a better <laughs> yeah, crack right. smoker than this guy. By the way, I've actually used uh, my pillow before, and it's not very good. Yeah, as as most things. It's that pretty are, shit. Yeah, I. I <laughs> it's not I good, man. Trust me. Yeah, I'm sure the David Hogg pillow would have been just fine. You know, remember David Hogg because he was so, you know, David Hogg was so uh, anti-Trump and uh, he thought, well, I'm going to stick it to Mike Lindell. I'm going to come out with my own pillow company. We're going to have an all diverse, uh, diverse crew. And, and that was that lasted that for about work. 10 minutes. And they said, no, I'm throwing in the towel. Yeah, it's not very easy it, it to takes run a business. Work, you know, yeah. And I, I'm a Gen Z douchebag and, and we don't want to work. People don't want to work, and of course, I mean, when you don't really have anything else going on for yourself, you know, he's a young guy, and this is, you know, Mike Lindell was a former crack addict, so, you know, he had nothing else going, so he had to go for the jugular here. Yeah. Not everyone has that sort of drive, and, you know, you see it right now, the, the young guy had to check yeah, out, he, he said, fuck he's, this. He's needlessly famous, you know, because he, he, he came out in support of Trump, and then you have all the Trump ass suckers are on his side, oh, Mike Lindell is so great, I don't care about this fucking guy. Just make your fucking pillows and shut up. Right. Shut up. All of you, shut up. We don't, need, we don't need to hear it. No, we don't need to hear it. I could care less who you endorse. Just you know, make a decent product, for Christ's sakes. Right. So, again, ultimately, you are sort of on the fence about getting the vaccine. And, of course, we are seeing yep. that uh, now uh, some sort of 
herpy infection is linked to the COVID vaccine just to oh, add boy. to the cherry. Oh boy. Oh boy. I mean, here I'm hearing all kinds of crazy shit, how it fucks with your RNA. And, uh, I didn't even need to hear that. I'm, I'm just the fact that the, you know, the government and the media is pushing it so hard is already a, a reason for me not to do it because the government isn't interested in keeping you alive and healthy. They've been talking about for fucking decades about population control and, you know, and the billionaire, the billionaire douchebags are all on board with this, Bill Gates, et cetera. They've come around and say they're, you know, they want pop, they need population control. We need climate, climate change action and all this stuff. So they've had all kinds of time to develop this uh, this wonderful pandemic we're in. And, of course, who's behind the development of the so-called vaccine? The same people. So I'm not, I'm not on board. I'm not on board. I'm stubbornly holding out, you know, and, and, and uh, people can call me whatever the fuck names they want. Uh, I'm, not the, I'm not the one that's going to be going, growing a second head when all is said and done. Right. I'm with you on that. We will see what happens, and of course, I will hold off getting vaccinated as long as I can. Yeah. I do know some people that have been vaccinated, and everything is good for them, but uh, yeah, I mean, it is what now, about the people they're, that they're are talking about, uh, well, it's going to last six months, so does yeah. that mean you need to get the shot every fucking six months? Two shots? They're already talking about three shots? What the fuck, man? Yeah, I, yeah. my dad, who's very lefty, he lives in Las Vegas. He, he, last time we spoke, he said, yeah, I need to get the vaccine. I, I got it. I didn't even feel a thing. It's like, yeah, well, get back to me in a couple of months here. Yeah, well, there's also those people that did not work out for them. You know, there's people that died. Yeah. So, I mean, you're going to tell those people, I mean, you're going to say, well, you know, it's safe for everyone else except for you. That's kind of yeah. fucked up to say, well, you know. To well, yeah, I noticed, too, that the <laughs> right. mainstream media, whenever they talk about uh, some people have blood clots. They immediately uh, proceed that with rare blood clots. They they throw the word rare in there to make sure we know that this doesn't happen all the time. No, no, shh, quiet. Yeah. Well, no vaccine is safe. Nothing is a hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, that's not news to anybody, but that's you know that's the reality of these things. Um, and of course, you still can get infected again if you are uh, vaccinated. That's the um, bad part, by the way. There are no guarantees. You can get sick again. So uh, at one point, you know, you if you do get sick, your body fights it off, you know. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you're going to have to get another shot next year, probably. Fuck that. It never ends, man. It never ends. That's the problem. Yeah. They they just want to keep ejecting you with something. And when have we why why are we okay with this now why are we okay with all this government intrusion you know, for years we've talked about we want government out of our lives now it's oh, please please give me the vaccine please please tell me what to do what to say what to think please uh give me more money and stimulus checks please let me be dependent on you the government because i try i love the government so much and joe biden's the most popular president ever huh. Huh. joe biden is the man what do you mean? He's the coolest president on earth. What, what, what are you talking about, Phil? We have half a dead man in the White House. <laughs> he, I mean, the guy uh, looks, he, I mean, he looks like he's in bad shape. Imagine what he looks like. Wait, 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 you're getting nervous, man. Calm down. It's okay. If you don't vote for me, you ain't black. You ain't black. Please remember that. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> wow great one. what was he That's thinking there one. he thought he was back in 1989 again yeah 
There's got to be a clip of him dropping the N-bomb somewhere. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, I know he was talking about racial jungles back in the day. Yep. Would you shut up, man? (laughs) Shut up, man. Still thinks he's an old hippie in San Francisco. Shut up, man. You know, I still got to be honest with you, and I've been saying this on the show for a long time. Um, If Hunter Biden did decide to run for president, I think he would have a shot. Americans are that fucked up in the head. You know they would vote for him. You know there there yeah. are people out there that would say, "Hey, he fucked uh, his his own family members, uh, his niece." That, that's just like me. I vote for him. I vote for him right now. Well, look who's talking about they want to run for governor of California. Fucking Caitlyn Jenner. Oh my god, yeah, I was talking about that too a couple shows back. Uh, <laughs> are you excited to hear that? That's terrific. Oh that's, boy, that's weird too because. Because at one point, they're going to say, oh, that's so stunning. Right? On the other hand, they know that he, she was once a Trump supporter. So that that's not going to, uh, that's not going to be favorable for the, uh, the LGBTQXYZ community. Yeah, the Kardashians are notorious for hanging out with the Trumps. Yeah. Good, good uh, friends. Uh, we, we've done the celebrity thing. We've had Schwarzenegger for eight years somehow. Yeah, we don't need any more of that. Yeah. Well, and I mean, we, we had all, one as a president already, too. We Trump is also a celebrity, an actor of sorts. Kind of, yeah. So, I mean, he was, you on, know, he was on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, I think, once. Yeah, so, you know, he's a reality star in his own right. I do think of him that way. Uh, going back to 2005, 2006, he was the one who sort of kicked off that sort of reality series that got so popular. You're fired. There you You're go. fired. Yeah, that that reminds me of um celebrity rehab. I, dude, I love oh, yeah. that shit. Wasn't that great? Terrific. Oh, I, rem- I remember TV. the uh, remember when Comedy Central did all those roasts for a while in the oh, early yeah. 2000s. Sure, sure. The, they had the one for Trump in 2010. And remember how all the celebrities there were kind of kissing his ass. They kind of were. They kind of were. Become president. Those same celebrities are they were the first ones. Fuck Trump. Yeah, fuck Trump. Yeah, fuck Trump. Like Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg was all over his dick on that fucking show. Yes, he was. He and was then, very into Trump. The, the narrative comes out, you know, and, the, and maybe the million bucks they paid him to push the narrative. But it's yeah, Snoop Dogg, though. Trump. I mean, you know, Snoop is an idiot. Yeah. I mean, he roasted it pretty good, but then you know, you know, the closing, the closing lines was, ah, yeah, Trump, Trump's my man. You know, the Donald. You know, all this ass kissing kind of stuff. Before he got into politics, and you know, of course. What do you make of this woman? Wherever I go, God rules. When I walk on White House grounds, God walks on White House grounds. That's uh, Paula White, by the way, the spiritual advisor of Donald Trump. Oh, Jesus Christ. I had every right and authority to declare the White House as holy ground because I was standing there, and where I stand is holy. say no to President Trump would be saying no to God. And and I won't do that. We are in a spiritual war right now. Let every demonic network that has aligned itself against the purpose, against the calling of President Trump, let it be broken. Let it be torn down in the name of Jesus. You want me to tell you what my thoughts are? The thoughts of the King of Kings. The thoughts of the Lord of Lords. I'm downloading heaven. I, I want another four years so I could hear her do this. This is great. Yeah. We need another four years. We need this woman, by the way, Phil. We need her bad. Yeah, this is why I could never get on board with the right and the Republicans because they keep pushing that shit. You know no, I mean? they do. They, 
we're a Christian nation, Christianity, Jesus, this, Jesus. I don't want to hear that shit as much as I don't want to hear the left talking about you know, their nonsense. There's no balance anymore. It's, it's, it's one way or the other way. And either way, either way sucks. That's right. I'm done with it. It's over. Yeah, she's, she's a whack job. And Trump, I, Trump, I'm concerned, Trump, as far as I'm concerned, was just another plant. You know, he's, he was the fall guy. He was put in there to be the fall guy. So then the commie globalists get in here and ruin the rest of the country kind of behind everybody's back while Trump just sits there and, and with that dopey smile he always has. You know, he didn't care about that before job. Too. He had no interest in being the president. Yeah, I've heard that theory myself plenty of times. And, of course, celebrities all around are weighing in on the uh, the verdict. The guilty of verdict, of course, yeah. You, God forbid they that. shut up for 10 <laughs> seconds. My God. I have, to, I have to know what Chelsea Handler thinks of the goddamn verdict. Yes, we have to know. The, the world is dying to know what Chelsea Handler has to say. Yeah. My God. And let, let's fun, see if I'm anyone's right. blonde, over-the-hill chick who's never been funny, but here's my opinion on the verdict. By the way, let's find out if anyone's um, causing any trouble right now. Let's see. Twitter. I hope so. Huh. Checking in. Let's see. Uh, oh, we do have a clip here. Let's see what this lady is saying. And they teaching our kids wrong. Look at these kids. These kids and grew up in this community. Now they can't even go eat it. They only need a piece of chicken because they've been tore up the damn stove. That shit crazy. I've been coming here since I was like a baby. This don't make no sense. This is just sad. It's a sad situation, though. Seriously, that's what I think about it. Um, I remember, hear you, I remember uh, hearing that shit 30, year, 30 years ago on the Rodney King um, I have. Right. I have. But I just see that it's getting worse and worse. I don't think these are protests. She seen it off my live. Yeah, I think. She said, have I seen him here before? I know that, but she seen She's it off in a- Apparently, this is a woman in Portland describing oh. what she's seen outside of a Popeye's. Holy shit. Yes. Yeah. The media, the media still will not admit that Portland is destroyed. It's been going on for years, I mean, long before George Floyd and any of that. You know, ever since Trump got in office, it's been going on. And, and here we go. They're, they're keeping it there, and they've destroyed the Northwest. The Northwest used to be such a, a nice place to go. I've never so, been there, but I do have a friend who does like it there, but he lives not in Portland, a little bit outside yeah. of it in, you know, the uh, more of the heavily dense rural area of Portland, of Portland, of uh, Oregon, rather. Yeah. I was I was in Seattle maybe three years ago and had a really nice weekend there. You know, it was before everybody started losing their mind. I mean, the homeless, there were some homeless, but it's not as bad as it is now. And certainly not as bad as it is in Los Angeles. Ooh, it's bad there, man. Yeah, it's it's so bad. I've You know, I've lived in, in the L.A. area all my life. I've never seen it like this. Yeah, we do have some homeless uh, issues out here, too, in El Centro. Yeah. But not like L.A., of course. Not, not no, like, fortunately, yeah. fortunately the, the desert heat keeps a lot of them out of there and, and yeah. pushes them over here. <laughs> yeah, they end up uh, down Skid Row. Yeah, or, or down by Santa Monica in Venice, you know, down by the water. By the way, are people still going and having a good time on the boulevard? On, uh, on which boulevard? Uh, in uh, L.A., Hollywood. No, no, well, Hollywood is dead. I mean, Hollywood is really, is it's... It's depressing. What's uh, I remember there was a time a shell of its former self. I remember still, going there, it's dude. Still boarded up. Uh, it's still boarded up. Boarded up from last year. I remember going back down the boulevard, Hollywood Boulevard, back in like 2012. Yeah, uh, just being completely lit and uh, drunk, and just walking down the boulevard, even alone at times, 
And I w- it would still be good. I would still be in hellos everywhere just from random people, you know. It would still be good, you know. It was a great time yeah. for me. It was fucking awesome. Um, but no, it, it's, it's not like it's that no really, more. It's falling apart. It's, yeah. it's really bad. I mean, the shit they boarded up from the riots last year is still boarded up. And the homeless and the drug addicts have pretty much taken over the whole fucking place. There's no reason to go there. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, especially, with all, especially with all the restaurant closures and shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, of course. Absolutely no reason to go there. It's a different world now, sadly. And, of course, here is a clip. Uh, apparently, this is in Columbus, Ohio. BLM protesters, apparently, they shut down the road after, mm-hmm. I guess, a police-involved shooting. Oh, I fucking love when they do that. Never mind. I thought it was a clip. It's just a video of of them standing around. I thought somebody was going to talk here. Never mind. Yeah, no, I love I love when they form the human chains across the freeway and expect you to stop for them and just stay there with them. No, you know what? Fuck you. If you're on the freeway. You should be run over. All right, you're you're a fucking roadblock. You're. I don't know why we still put up with that shit. They just walk onto the freeway in rush hour and just you know, form a chain across that and don't expect anything to happen. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm running late for work, but I'm gonna get behind your cause because you blocked me. I don't know what they're thinking there. That's right. So, yes, um, lots of people protesting all around the country. We're seeing Jesus. lots of videos all over of the BLM. Yeah, well, we I think we know how fake BLM is. You know, most of the people protesting are white, white college liberals. Uh, the money that gets sent to the BLM website went to Biden's campaign. I don't know where it goes now, but uh, it, it's phony. Again, it's it's acting and it's phony. You know, you know, you know m- most of the black community, the money doesn't go to the black community, whatever money they raise. And uh, and a lot of people like that lady, you know, talk about Popeye's chicken. A lot of people have had enough of this shit. I want to want these motherfuckers to get out of town. That's right. Uh, as you're saying that, I'm seeing a protester trying to force open uh, the window and a door on on a big ass truck. By the way, that was, uh, I guess they were blocking the road, and this truck driver just tried to get through, and you know how that goes. He should have floored it. I mean, you want to get through? He did. He did. Yeah, he did eventually you know, do that. These little these little pussies with their backpacks on aren't going to stop a big rig. Yeah, that's never going to happen. <laughs> and that's what then they found out quickly that they can't stop this fucking big rig. And 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 if that doesn't stop him, I'm sure you know you know some of these redneck truckers probably have some heat behind the seat, you know. And of course, we do have someone here. We do have someone on the mic. I guess it's one of the protesters. They have a mic, and he's very angry. Let's hear him. Not what the power of the people is. We are powerful. We can get change if we want it. Let me tell you, the only reason this system, this capitalist system, remains intact is because the Democrats and Republicans are working together to maintain it. That's why I'm not an independent. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm a goddamn revolutionary. Well, um, you know, he started off okay there. Then he went yeah, a little like, crazy. I was, I was almost on board. There. It was a hard I'm left. Not, yeah, not a Republican. <laughs> you're not a fucking revolutionary. You're a Twitter moron. It, it was a it was, yeah. It was a hard left out of nowhere there. Yeah, like okay. What are you protesting exactly? What what what? what you got your verdict. You're still not happy. What are we supposed to do now? Well, these people will never be happy. Nobody will ever be happy. Yeah, well, get the fuck off social media. You know, again, they're they're trying to make everybody miserable, make everybody fight with each other over fucking nothing. Nothing that has anything to do with what's going on in your own life. I liked when we were just making fun of Leslie Jones. Yeah. 
<laughs> I think we. I think the whole world needs to go I don't back see Leslie to Jones out there. Leslie Jones is doing just fine. These are people with nothing better to do, no fucking job. You know, they want their their TikTok stars. Some of them, you know, that's all. That's all they're trying to do is is get social media clout. Man, that, that's the driving force behind a lot of these protests. Hey, look, the news is going to be there. Let me get on TV. I'm going to find out what Leslie Jones is saying on Twitter. Oh, God. oh boy, we do have a clip here of Leslie Jones. She could better not turn. hold off. She had she she better, had to chime in. Better, <laughs> better turn the volume down because she's gonna be screaming. When she talks. Oh my God! Let's <laughs> let me switch over here. That's right, honey. We won. Mm-hmm. Oh my, Leslie Jones. Uh, let's hear what she has to say. Let's see. Yes. Of course, she typed in yes. Hashtag justice for George Floyd. Boy, that never gets old. Or is it George Kirby like Nancy Pelosi thinks it is? Actually, this is only 11 seconds long. So. Still too long. Still too long, yeah. 11, perfect number. Guilty. 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 Now let's get the rest of them motherfuckers. Oh shit! Oh, snap. let's get the rest of them motherfuckers. Boy, ooh, boy, <laughs> way to stick it to Whitey right there. The people that pay your fucking salary. Had to do that. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, that I was thought less I was on, irritating than her voice. I thought I was on Hot ninety seven. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's what they always do over there. You hear that? Like, you know, if you're in New York in that area, you drive into town, you're like, you put on the radio. It's you hear that. Yeah, the radio is so happening. I always have the radio on. But not Hot 97. <laughs> not Hot 97, though. I mean, they're all, they all sound exactly the same now. They, they all they do. Like ten songs over and over. And they all play the, the horn thing a million yep. times. It's Whoa, it's so happening. Woo! The it's, radio. It's real. Actually, they play this horn. They They do that thing. Yeah. Ooh, oh, that, that's so happening. Wow. I, I am fucking overwhelmed. By that, the, that's uh, a hot drop. Yeah. Wow. Oh, God. So, um, Phil, it's been a blast to talk to you here. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Uh, go ahead and plug anything you like. If there is anything you want to plug or if you feel like saying uh, anything, go ahead. The floor is yours. Handle it. I uh, appreciate you. I uh, appreciate you having me on again to uh, talk about this craziness here. Uh, sure. Only thing, uh, bigangryphil.com, Big Angry Phil podcast. Uh, if you got Spotify, if, you're, if you uh, if you got that, just to listen to uh, fucking, uh, fucking what's his name? That God damn it, why can't I think of homeboy's name? Man? Which one? Uh, fucking uh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. If, you got, you know, if you're listening, to, if you got Spotify to listen to Joe Rogan, uh, I'm all over Spotify too. It's probably the easiest way to find it. BigAngerFilm.com, have you been, have you been on Spotify, listen- on SoundCloud, and a few other things. Like I, that. Have you been listening to Joe Rogan shows? Is that why you said that? Not really. Not really. I, I, I catch some of the clips sometimes. I, Joe Rogan is one of those guys I could just never get into. For, there's always people I just can't get into for whatever reason, even if I like his guests or I like what he has to say. He's just There's something about him that just irritates me. I don't know what it is. I can't explain it. I kind I'm of feel a, like I'm I, not a Joe Rogan fan. Yeah, I mean, I've heard his show going back yeah. to like early 2009, 2010. You know, I, I kind of already feel like I already know what he's going to say. Yeah. Like I already and, know his line of thinking. And now that he signed a huge ass contract, 
I, I expect kind of like the Howard Stern dip in quality, like when he went to Sirius, because after he went to Sirius, I stopped liking Howard Stern. I liked him a lot better on terrestrial radio because he was actually edgier there because he was trying to see what he could get away with. Yeah. Now he's on satellite and he's and now he's kind of on board with the ultra left agenda because he's repeating a lot of that same nonsense and having guests on that he made fun of back in the day. So I think he's he's uh, taking some extra cash to push the leftist agenda. So I'm I'm out with Howard. You're Stern. out with Howard. Joe Rogan hasn't gone there yet. I mean, he actually moved to Texas to get away from the uh, the California taxes, which is probably a smart move on his part. But uh, you know, again, how how much how much more lasting power is it going to have? Right, that's true. It's like, ooh, he has Alex Jones on. Well, if I wanted to hear Alex Jones, I listen to Alex Jones. You know? Yeah, you just listen to Infowars. Yeah, and again, he's another he's another one of those guys. I can't get into him. His voice irritates. If your voice irritates me, I, I can't listen to you. Even if I agree with anything you say, I, I just don't want to hear this fucking guy. I, I don't want to hear that. Guy. Yeah, you don't want to hear that, and you you don't want to hear Ben Shapiro. Oh Christ! They KABC Radio uh, simulcasts his podcast because you know, they have no on air talent. Yeah, almost. So it's on at three o'clock, and he he, he sounds he's. He sounds like a fucking sped up record. You know, I'm like, <laughs> hey, I bet Shapiro. What the fuck? He has it's, like it's, a high pitched, like Ricky voice sort of. It's almost sound. like they're speeding know. up the recording to make it fit the airtime. Very you know? mousy, like, can, nasal he, voice. He, he sounds like that legal, that legal mumbo jumbo where he's hearing a radio commercial. That's how the fuck he sounds, but a lot higher pitched. Yeah, they got to get that in there, that clip. Uh, in radio, I, you know, he sounds like he has no testosterone at all. He's like, I don't want to hear a guy that sounds like this. I'm, I sound like it sounds like a fucking chipmunk's record. Well, I mean, he did, he did get offended over wet pussy, so you know, he, you know, where he is. Uh, <laughs> you know, that song's not said. offensive. It's just stupid. You know, it's Cardi B. She's not going to put out anything intelligent. She, she puts out stupid music for stupid people, and that's what she's there for. You know, it's good for her. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think less of a, I think he's less of a man than I am. Yeah. I, again, I can't. That's why I can't get aboard with a lot of this conservative shit. Because look at the people that represent it. He's a pussy. Is what they're I'm saying. And they're yeah. phonies, and they're just as wussy as as the leftists with the backpacks on in the Antifa march. They're all pussies, though. In the end, yeah, all of them. They're all nerds. I mean, they would all they would all like, they would all like uh, uh, sue you if you did anything to them. You know, if you push them or if you got in their face and said something to them. Yeah, if, you know, if we had, if he had a deep voice and he slowed down, then I might get on board because I actually, again, he's I agree with some of the shit he says, but but it's his it's his presentation that throws me off. I can't I can't listen to anybody that sounds like a fucking chipmunk talking. Yeah, he's got a terrible. He's got a voice for print, is what they say. Yeah, and, and they uh, and they do the same thing with Dan Bongino too, the same kind of shit. I don't know. I I cannot get on board with these fucking guys. I'm with you. There's just a phoniness there that I'm just not on board. You know, these are guys that were on Twitter and they got their own show somehow. Somehow, some way. Yeah. Oh, he owned the libs. Yeah, let's give him his own show. Owning the libs isn't isn't hard to do. It's not really difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they get offended at everything. I mean, you you could just say "fuck you" and that's over. Yeah. They'll want to cancel you. Yeah. And um, by the way, that reminds me, what, what's going on with um. Our friend Tom Likus, what's going on with Tom? Is he still doing a show? Tom, oh yeah, he's uh, his po- he still has a podcast. It's behind a paywall, so you do have to subscribe. But he does a podcast every every few days, uh, like twenty five minutes or so, 
a piece. Twenty five. Well, he, he still does his thing. He doesn't. He doesn't do the call in show anymore. He stopped doing that for a while. So he really cut it down. Twenty five minutes. Or it depends. It depends on what. You know, sometimes it, you know, sometimes yeah. it lasts long. Sometimes it's short. It depends on what the topic is. You know what, man? I feel like he should have like been doing the the podcasting back in like 2012 instead of you know gone going to the studio and bringing in you know Gary and Dino and. I did like What's that though because you know then because uh, if it wasn't for that they wouldn't have done be funny and that's how I kind of got on with that whole thing. Well, we yeah, and we all sent in those parody records. I and did like that. Was that. They actually, that was something I actually enjoyed doing every week. And yeah, then, yeah. Know, I got I got to go to the studio and they do be funny live at the Laugh Factory. So, that but was, don't you think it's like it was, was such really a cool thing to do? It was like such a headache though in the end for him. It seemed like yeah, at the at the very end before he cut off doing uh, the tune in app, you know, doing the free show. Right. Remember, he was just like so, like angry, man, just berating everyone. Yeah. Because well, that's uh, yeah. by that time Trump had been elected, and he's very, very anti. He was so pissed, and though. So man. he was really, <laughs> and he got really annoyed at uh, pro-Trump callers and pro-Trump uh, people that would post on the uh, show, the show site on Facebook. So I think he's, I think he's had enough of that, and just uh, got sick of dealing Dude, with that. That shit crap. got crazy well, after a while. Yeah. I, I remember just. Listening back 2012, 2013 to about 2015, there were some crazy uh, episodes there, man. Yeah. And Jesus. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, but he was anti Trump before a lot of people became anti Trump because he hated Trump when he was in New York. So, uh, yeah, you know, right. he's always had a deep, a deep seated hatred for Trump, you know, which I understand. You know, you, you know, it didn't, didn't matter if it was the president or not. He just did not like Donald Trump. So, and, and then that, there's I, the, I think he, I think he got tired of dealing with the uh, those people, yeah, the Trump nonsense. So I think he said, you know what, that you know, my it's, I which I understand, you know, it, your sanity and your health uh, should be above everything. So if if something's making you, you know, uncomfortable or tired yeah. or or you know you feel your health is is dwindling, you stop doing it and or do some other form of it. So uh, wow, you know, I don't have any problem of uh, you know cutting off the collars and just making it a podcast. I. Like I did the same damn thing. I got I got sick of dealing with the, the trolls and just hearing the same people call over and over. And then I would have to edit out the calls and edit out the the crap. You know, the kids, you know, twelve year old kids would go, "Oh, your mother," you know, you get a lot of that shit. I was like, I understand not, and because people want to hear the host and not the caller so much, especially when you hear the same ones over and over. Right. Um, forgetting the other guy's name that was a part of the show for a while. Um, what was well, he? He was see. like a lawyer. Oh, oh, fuck. Adam, Adam Sachs. Sachs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Where's Adam people, Sachs? Where is he? A lot of people didn't like that guy. I liked him because yeah, a lot of people didn't like him. Feathers. That's why I did like him, though, because a lot of people hated him. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, well, he was he was kind of creepy behind the scenes. No we got shit. To see that. We got you, to see that think? at some of the shows and some of the uh, oh, events you, oh, that he showed up oh, at. Oh, that's why you, you went to some of these events, so you did see uh, Adam Sachs in, in, in action. Um, yeah, what, he, what did he, he do? He was always he was kind of douchey. Uh, when we did the Dodger games, yeah, you know, they would do uh, P one Dodger games, and he would come, and he would he'd be in a suit, and he'd bring his laptop and his, you know, it's like, dude, you're not here to work. You know, we're not impressed by seeing you with your laptop. He your, would bring a laptop. Suit. Why? Yeah, he would bring a fucking laptop. I don't know because I guess he thought it would be impressing people if it looked like he was working. It's like you're sitting at a Dodger game. Fucking why enjoy would the goddamn you, Dodger? Yeah, game. why would he bring a laptop to a Dodger game if you're going to go yeah. sit in the press box and, all, and eat? Not only he would bring a laptop, he would fall asleep in the middle of the Dodger game. Are you and, serious? And, and more than once he's done. What it too. the fuck? Yeah. 
So he was he was famous for that. So that that turned into a lot of be funny material. Fucking Adam Savage sleeping at the Dodger game. Wow, I I totally missed that part. Yeah, and then you know, people uh, and people I know that has hired him as a lawyer uh, don't think very favorably of him either. Holy He's shit! Kind of yeah, yeah. Well, I kind of uh, suspected he was a little bit of a shyster. Yeah, and I think the other problem uh, uh, being he was also I think he was very pro-Trump and pro-Republican. And that didn't uh, that didn't sit well with the show either. Yeah, that, that, I know yeah, he had a follow up. Never, with, uh, uh, we never found out what the what the actual reason is, but yeah. uh, I think legally they weren't allowed to talk about it. I think he got it. I think he got into it with uh, Tom somehow. Yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, he wasn't uh, he wasn't missed. I mean, I I usually turned him off when his segment came on because I I thought he was kind of a he, he did sound like kind of a shyster to me. He he was, and that's yeah. part of the reason why you know I I I kind of liked him a little bit because I knew he's kind of like a little bit of a piece of shit. But you know, I did like when people would berate him on the air. Yeah, I did like that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd like that. I know for a while. he would he would often give the females that asked him for advice different advice in real life than he would put out on the show. Like oh, he was, course, like course. he would echo Tom's sentiment about, uh, you know, women being gold diggers and such, but he would give exactly the opposite advice to actual female clients. Like in real time for everything he's got. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Kind of thing. Yeah. He's, you know, he's playing both sides. Yeah. That's what he does. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I think he was just, I think he was just acting really on the show. Oh, you know of course. I mean? Of course. That's all they all are. He is a tiny hat. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, and he would he'd wear the same red tie every single. That was another thing we'd make fun of. He the red tie. A red tie on. Like, I, do you have any other ties? <laughs> do you have any other clothes at all? I did see photographs of him wearing the red tie, so that's why I'm laughing. Yeah, that's fucking funny. Yeah, the red tie and him uh, falling asleep at the Dodger game. What about Gustavo? Gustavo, yeah, I I see him on Twitter still. He's he works at the L.A. Times now, and that I know. Um. Made made the move, yeah. I mean, I you know I know. Oh, his thing has always been fuck Trump, fuck Trump, fuck Trump. Good, that's fine. But uh, yeah, he hasn't. Uh, well, again, he hasn't been on the show since. Uh, you know, I don't think Tom has guests. Uh, he does have guests sometimes on the podcast. I, I, on the on the podcast, you know, yeah. Sometimes he talks to uh, reporters or, or people like that. Yeah. But uh, I don't think Gustavo has been on. That's what I know. Interesting. Again, you know, he's 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 big time at the Times now. He's I think he's full time there. So I guess so. I guess so. I was just curious what these people were doing now. I have not checked in with them at all. I, I do remember uh what's his name? Uh the the first producer that was there. Um The well, sound Gary, guy. Well, not the oh, producer. Oh, this, oh, this oh the first sound guy, the first uh engineer, uh, Art Webb. Art Webb, I was gonna say, yeah, Art something, I was gonna say. Yeah. I, Art I, Webb. He, we saw Art Webb at um Gary Adino's uh when they went to Lancers for a uh, little Christmas get together mm-hmm. a few years ago. Art Webb was there so very was there. quietly, kind of sitting there, not really talking to people. I wonder why there. Just um, showing moral support. Yeah, I guess. I Mike Timpson has always been uh more of a uh he would always show up big time to events like that and always put on a, a good show. So we always liked uh, Timson better than Art Webb anyway as a person. I did like Art Webb, some of the stuff he brought to the table at times. Yeah. But yeah, um, I I did like the show a bit better when Mike took over. But um, Art Webb, I, I recall seeing him being a part of another network out of Chicago 
Uh, it was like a he was yeah, producing I think, some like UFO. I think he was producing thing. fucking like sports for ABC Radio or something like that. Because I I thought I saw his heard his name in the credits uh, for KBC when they're uh, not Dodger games, but something something else they some other sports shit they produced there. Yeah, I heard his name come up. So he's in radio somewhere. He's doing something. Yeah. So that's yeah. good. That's good. Holy shit! And what about Gary and Dino? Before we wrap it up here. Well, Gary and Dino are still, uh, they going still hard. got their podcast, uh, still going strong every, you know, they put out a show every week. Usually it's at least three hours long and again, a subscription only, but, um, yeah, they're still going And every, every Saturday night they have a, a zoom party You know, they've been doing it for over a year since, uh, the COVID shits first broke out. And that's, that's become a big deal. You know, instead of live events, which, you know, we can't go to, uh, they do this and, you know, get anywhere up to a hundred people showing up at these things at any given time. Right on. And sometimes Tom Likas is in there. You never know who's going to show up. You know, oh, a lot nice. of a lot of faces you'll recognize from Likas show are in there. I've been in there several times. So it's, so Tom actually shows up sometimes. Yeah, if it's a, usually if it's a special occasion, like they just had their one year anniversary of doing that, and they also recently had their nine hundredth uh, show. So I think he showed up for uh, the Boozum the the uh, week after. God damn. Yeah. Sounds like a good yeah. time then. Well, sometimes sometimes yeah. Timpson shows up and you know, people people you've known from the the Leica show like uh like uh like Lewis, like you know, remember he was waiting on Be Funny. He, yeah. he shows up a lot. And uh So he's yeah. still around. Holy yeah, shit. So yeah, so a lot a lot of the old schoolers uh you know, will will pop in and do that. Yeah, there's lots of uh familiar names I recall uh that were like normal, regular callers. Um some of them I'm sure you remember just some of them were just fucking wild, man. Oh, yeah. Which is good because any goofy caller we write down, we make jokes about him and be funny. So you know, any goofy, you know, any weirdo that's calling it about his, you know, his wife, uh, you know, beating him up or not letting him do anything, you know, you know like it's one of one kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm forgetting so many names, his- man, that were like, they had these calls and they were just epic. You know, like that one caller who was crying about like his dad to Tom and all this shit. Remember that guy? Yeah. I'm bringing his name. He's just, he sound like a ghetto fucking guy. Yeah, I know. There was, there were some characters. <laughs> I mean, with any good college times. show, you're going to get some characters. Oh yeah. God damn. Like, I, yeah, I mean, that was some good, to, that was some good listen radio. To, just listen, to, listen to a coast to coast. I mean, that's, uh, you want to talk about goofball callers. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You, you do have those fun callers, but I mean, man, Tom's show back in like 2013, like from 2012 to 2015, you'd have, these crazy fucking callers, though. Yeah. God damn. Missed that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, anybody who's nuts goes right to the front of the line. You know, <laughs> Dino just bumps them up to the, uh, it's like, this will be a good one. Let's get him on there first. Oh, man. It's too bad that show's not around anymore. Yeah. But, that was you know, fun. Again, he, he does do a podcast, which is good. And Gary and Dino are still, still belting out shows after, after over 10 years. So they're, and uh, also, Gary and Dino have both moved to separate places in Arizona. Neither one of them is in California anymore. Oh wow, that I did not know. Yeah, they uh, during the uh, really during the middle of the pandemic, they saw the uh, uh, Gary especially saw the writing on wall because they uh, when the riots happened in uh, on Melrose during you know, yeah. last year's riots around town. Uh, that was right in Gary's neighborhood. Oh and, shit! You know, after that happened, he was starting to wonder. Listen, you know, what am I paying all this money for? And really getting nothing, you know, when, you know, you got all this shit going on, Melrose and most of LA has gone down the turlet. Right. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's, uh, it's, it's not again, worth it no Peace more. of mind, peace of mind yeah. over anything else. So 
uh, he packed up and moved out of state and, and quite a few people did. So. Very cool. Well, they do the damn. show from separate addresses, uh, but it still sounds like the old Gary and Dino show. You know, it's not enough. Hardly anything is changing. They don't talk about politics or any nonsense. They just talk about stuff, guy stuff, you know, right. As they always did. So, yeah. um, Phil, once again, I do want to thank you for being a part of the program. Always a honor and pleasure to have you here. Uh, pleasure to be here. Let's do it again soon. For sure, brother. Good to hear you, yeah. man. We'll talk again soon. Absolutely. I'm going to go watch the LA Kings lose another game. <laughs> All right, brother. Take care. All right. Peace out. Good night, brother. And there he goes, boys and girls. That was Big Angry Phil. Check him out whenever you get the chance to. And I do want to thank all of you out there who press play on this episode on the Patreon series. And uh, yeah, if you are a first-time listener and like what you heard, don't be shy. Join in today a dollar or two or three or four or even five. The price is up to you. Once again, thank you so much for being here, boys and girls. I'm Michael Deacon, and with that said, the world is a mysterious place, and life itself is a mystery. Until next time, mahalo. Mahalo.